Good evening and welcome back to the question and answer series for Anash.org. Uh, question. Am I machiev to spend $5,000 to remove a tattoo from my body? The answer is no. The iser is to make a tattoo, but not having a tattoo. So once you have it, there's no iser to have it. So you don't have to remove it. You're not allowed to make a tattoo, but you're allowed to have one. So, so therefore, once you made it, you don't need to remove it. Now, the question which some people ask is, is it a chatzitza for mikveh? And the answer is no. In Shechon Orech, in Hilchas, Yeredaya, Simon Kif Ches, the Mechavars writes that anything which is basically under the skin is not a chatzitza. So since the tattoo is under the skin, there is no problem and it is not a chatzitza. Question. When a person, a man, is uh, lighting candles for Shabbos, he's at home at, alone, his wife is not home, or he's a single person, does he light the candles the same as a woman? A woman that means he fir she first lights the candles and then she makes the bracha. So does he do the same thing? Or no, he makes before the bracha, first he makes the bracha, and then he lights the candles. Because we know by every mitzvah, the first thing which a person has to do is to make the bracha and then he does the mitzvah. But by a lady, since when she lights the candles, if she she's Makabal Shabbos, so therefore, if she's going to make the bracha, automatically she gets, um, it becomes Shabbos by her. So if it becomes Shabbos by her, she cannot light the candle. So right after making the bracha, it becomes Shabbos, and she won't be able to um, light the candle. So therefore, she makes first the bracha, the, she, first, she lights first the candles, then she makes the bracha. But by a man, that a man is not Makabah Shabbos by lighting the candles. So therefore, he has to do as the regular way how you do a mitzvah, and you first you make the bracha, and then you light the candles. So to answer your question, a man, since he's not Makabah Shabbos, he does not need to put on and light the candles first, that only he has to first make the bracha, and then he's going to light the candles. Question. How long after you light the candles, you have to be Bekabal Shabbos? This is a very good question. Um, the Alter Rebbe writes in Shekhanorach that if a person um, lights the candle after Plaga Mincha, he has time from lighting the candle till being Mikabal Shabbos, Kedai dog. That means in the time as it takes to fry a small fish. And he writes that's Harba Yoisir Mereveshu. It's much less than 15 minutes, a quarter of an hour. Rebbe Noah writes that's about 8 to 10 minutes. So let's take it, let's say 10 minutes. 
So according to the Alter Rebbe, which writes there, that after you light candles, you have to be Mekabla Shabbos, you or your wife, has to be Mekabla Shabbos within the 10 minutes. Why? Because in order we should see, it should be a, a hacker that which it's, when it's in the, the candles, we should see that it is the Kovach Shabbos. It's not stum because you want to have lights in your house. It is the Kovach Shabbos. So that is when a person lights the candles after Plagi Mencha. Does that mean that any time and every time that a person lights candles, he has to be Mekabal Shabbos within 10 minutes? Or no, only if he lights early. Now this is a big machloikus v'achroinim. Some machroinim say that the Alter Rebbe means every time when a person lights candles, it has to be within 10 minutes, he should be Mekabal Shabbos. So if a person lights candles, as we light candles, 18 minutes before the Shkia, so 8 minutes before the Shkia, he or she has to be Mekabal Shabbos. Because he has, after lighting the candles, about 10 minutes, it should be until you be Mekabal Shabbos. So for instance, in Shalayim, when you light the candles 40 minutes before the Shkia, 10 minutes you have till you Mekabal Shabbos, afterwards one of you has to be Mekabal Shabbos. But other poets can write that, no, the Alter Rebbe means in talks only at a time when a person lights early, after Plage Menche. So most of the people do not light candles then. And you are lighting candles. So if you are not Makabah Shabbos, you won't see, it won't look like that the candles is done for the Shabbos sake. It could be just you put it on the candles because you want to have more light. But if you are putting on and lighting the candles at the time which is Zman at Lucas Nairus in your town, and in our town it's let's say 80 minutes before the Shkia, or in Shalim it's 40 minutes before the Shkia, since everybody is lighting 40 minutes before the Shkia, you don't have to be Makabah Shabbos because everybody knows and it sees that lighting the candles is Lukovit Shabbos because that's the time when you light Shabbos. Shabbos candles. So therefore, you don't need to be in Mechava Shabbos. So in a way, in Shalayim, or by us, 80 minutes, you can make a malocha till 80 minutes before the Shkia, or in Shalayim till 40 minutes after, uh, till, till 40 minutes after you light candles. That means till the Shkia, you can make a malocha. So this is the Mechloikas, that, that, that some poets can say that always you have to be in Mechava Shabbos 10 minutes. Other poets can say, no, only when you light the candles early. I personally feel that the way how the Poiskim write, learn in the Alter Rebbe, that only when you light early candles, only then you have to be Mechabah Shabbos, that's the correct way how to learn the Alter Rebbe. Once I used to learn the other way, but after going over the Sigya, I feel and I see that Alter Rebbe basically talks in a way that when you're lighting early, but if you're not lighting early, you don't need to be Mechabah Shabbos in the, in the next 10 minutes, and you can make a malocha till the Shkia.
Last week we spoke about Lechem Mishnah for the section Chalas. So we got a letter from Rabbi Sholem Beer Weinberg from Kansas, the Rabbi Shlich over there, and he writes that he heard from his father, the famous Rabbi Yossel Weinberg, that by the Friediger Rebbe on the Shabbos table, they used to use uh, section challah and they used to divide it and then they used to use it for Lechem Mishnah. So um, we have a Maiserav that according to the Friediger Rebbe, you could take a section challah and divide it and then use it as Lechem Mishnah. Question. Am I permitted to empty the kitchen sink strain on our Shabbos that is full of food scrap into the trash? The answer to this is yes, because the food scrap is a graf shalaya. We have a locha that anytime we have garbage sitting on your table or your counter in your sink, wherever it is annoying to a person, because it's not bukovedik, it's not, it's, 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 it's messy, it's smelly, you are permitted to take it away, although trash is mixer, but since it is a thing which is basically trash which makes a person uncomfortable and nervous when it lays around, so that's called a graf sharaya, you are permitted to move it away. So since having your trash in your sink, it's where people could see it, it's annoying to per people, so therefore it's considered graf sharaya, and you can take it and throw it into the garbage. Now, another question which we got, are you permitted to spill your chicken soup into the sink and the water will go down the drain and the bones and other things, the garbage will stay in the, in the, in the, in the, in the drainer, in the strainer. Is it permitted to do that or it's a problem of water? Because since you spill the chicken soup or any soup into the sink, the water will go down and the strainer will keep only the food scraps. So maybe it's considered boiler. And the answer to this is no, it's not a problem of boiler. Because it's boiler, psoilus mutach psoilus, garbage from garbage. And to divide garbage from garbage is not a problem of boiler. Boiler is only psoilus mutach oichel, garbage from good food, or good food from garbage. But garbage from garbage is not a problem. And therefore, a person which has to divide the trash um, bottles in, in putting it into the trash of recycling and other trash and other garbage cans. So he has to divide his Shabbos table when he packs, unpacks, packs down the stuff. He has to divide the trash and putting in the, the recycle from the non-recyclable is not a problem to our Shabbos because soilus, that means garbage from garbage. It's not considered boiler, and you are permitted to doing it. Next question: Should I daven mara with a minyan right after plaga mincha, or daven in the airport alone in the proper time? Now we mentioned already this a couple of weeks ago that the tzemach tzedek in the beginning of Mishnai's bruchas writes that the person which is makpid to daven mayrif that means after tzesek chuvim after nightfall, he could do it 
even he's going to miss a minion. That means if he has a minion before nightfall, before Tzesek Chuvim, and he, if he's going to wait after Tzesek Chuvim, he won't have a minion. He should wait to daven at night, even it's Bichidas, rather than davening early, before the Shkia, and with a minion. Next, last week we mentioned about making a bracha for women. So this week we got a letter from Rabbi Sholom Ber Chaikin, the Rabbi of Chabad in Cleveland, which he writes that he heard from a Chosid of Zalman table that he was a few times in the house of the Friedrich Rebbe when he made Avdallah. And the Friedrich Rebbe's mother, Rebbe Sterna Sura, was still alive. And the Rebbe used to give her the Besumen. And the women did not make a Brach Moirash. So now we have a Raria Edis from the Rabbayim that they didn't make a Brach Moirash. Question If my child spills something, in a Jewish grocery, do I need to pay it? Pay for it? The answer is no. You don't need to pay. The Shechanorach writes that the child, which damaged other people's property or stuff, he does not need to pay. Although he basically um, admits that he broke it, and although he has money for himself, he has, let's say, Hanukkah geld, Purim geld, or any money which he has. And even when he gets older, he gets my mitzvah, he does not have to pay for the stuff which he damaged when he was a child. That's why the Mishnah says, That means a child or a person which is not 100% full by his mind, if he damages, then nobody could ask for, the, for them that they should repay and they don't have to pay and it's tough luck for the guy who got damaged. So to answer your question, even if it's a Jewish grocery store, if your child which is on the bar mitzvah, bas mitzvah, damaged something, spilled something, you don't need to pay for it. If you want to pay for it, nice thing to do, but you're not machuyev mitzadadin, to pay for it. Next question. Is it permitted to play with Play-Doh on Shabbos? No, it's not permitted to play with Play-Doh. And the poets can say there's a problem of Mamarach or a problem of Boina. So play, Play-Doh is off limits for a child on Shabbos. Question. I was in a tell for Shabbos and in the closet there was a light that opens up when you open the door. May I ask a guy to open up the closet in order to take out my Shabbat outfits? The answer to this question is yes, you are permitted to ask the guy to open that closet. Although when he's going to open the closet, he's going to open a light, he's going to do what he said there, opening a light, you could still tell the guy to open the door, the closet door. The same will go also, sometimes people forget to 
take out the bulb in the refrigerator when you open the refrigerator door automatically the light will go on and you, you remind yourself in Mitten Shabbos that basically the light is on and you don't have Shabbos food you are permitted to ask a goy to come and open up the door of the refrigerator or the closet although he's going to Isidraisa and although we know that Amir al-Akim is Usr, that means you're not allowed to ask a goy he should make for you a Malucha Daraisa on the Shabbos, even the Tzoyrik Shabbos so over here why are you permitted to tell the goy should open the door of the closet or of the refrigerator when he's going to open the door of the refrigerator he's automatically going to open the door the light so you basically telling him to make an iser the riser. The answer is, since he's opening the door, and opening a door is not an iser. Bechalal, opening a closet door or the refrigerator is not an iser. It is only, he's going to open automatically, for sure, 100%, he's going to light. Now, Ayit cannot do it, because there's such a thing by Ayit, by Psikraish, that means if you're 100% sure, when you're going to do a thing, which is mutter to do, but by doing that thing which is mutter, it's 100% sure you are going to do a malacha, which is usr, you cannot do it. Because since when you do that thing which is mutter, but it's for sure going to become, come out of Isidar Bunan, you are not permitted to do it. But by goy, there's no such thing as the psikraisha that's usr. That means if the goy, kavonas are goy, and you tell him to do a thing which is mutter, that means opening a door of a refrigerator, opening a door of a closet, even though it's 100% sure that it's going to open a light and it's going to be Isidraisa, but that's not his kavana. He's doing a thing which is mutter. It is only a psikraisha that something is going to happen and it's going to make Isidraisa. By a goy, there's no such thing as psikraisha. The same thing will go with, other, with the same... Um, question which we get constantly a person comes for Shabbos he tries another time for Shabbos and he forgot the suitcase in his car if he's got if he's got if he got if he got his jacket in his car his capote in his car if he's allowed to ask a goy to open the door of the car on Shabbos because when he opens the door on Shabbos he's going to open the light the answer is yes he can open the car the car the door of the car even though you're going to open also the light, we have no problem, because since it is a thing which is mutter, to opening the car is a mutter de gizach. So therefore, although it's going to do a malacha, which is going to open the, the light, it's a psikraisha, and by goy, we don't care about psikraisha. So, to sum it up, you have no problem to tell the goy that he should open the door of the refrigerator, to take out Shabbos food, or open a closet to take out your outfits, or to take a, open the car door to take out your streimel, or your capota, or whatever it should be, since it's L'Tzerich Shabbos. If it's not L'Tzerich Shabbos, it's also to say for a goy uh, to make any malacha. But, oh, but since it's L'Tzerich Shabbos, Amir al-Akim L'Tzerich Shabbos, and since Nishkan Malucha Daraisa, so therefore you can tell it, you can tell him to do. Because the Psikraishi, we don't look a psikraisha for a problem if the goy 
Kavonas Agoi is to do a thing which is permitted. Question Is there Iser Loisulin Pe'ila Sochar for a Goy? That means there's a Locha that if you open, if you ask a person to work for you for that day, it comes the end of the day, you have to pay him. If he asks you for the money, you have to pay him within the next 20, uh, 12 hours. It's the same Iser also by a Goy. Now, the answer to this is the Ramam writes in Seifer Amitzvah that the same Iser is also for a Goy, but all the Achroinim disagree and says that this is only by a Yid and by a Goy there is no Iser of Loisulin. That means you could pay him after the 12 hours that he finishes the job and he asks for the money. A Yid you have to pay if it goes into the clue light of Halacha that you have to pay him this within the next 12 hours and you cannot push him off. But for a non-yid, it's not, there is no Yisra of Lesulin, and you don't have to pay him within the next 12 hours. Okay, we'll stop here, and please join us next week, and submit your shalas to inbox at anash.org. Good night, and have a wonderful week.